Hey. I'm Lucy. I feel very privileged to be able to kick off this new series, Summer in the Psalms. Hands up if you love summer. <laughs> Hands up if you love the Psalms. What is not to love? It's going to be great. Uh, so I was asked to choose one psalm and, and preach on it. It's very hard because this is a book of 150 uh, poems and songs uh, that really are, are the most incredible book. And as we've heard from David, 3,000 plus years old. And they wrangle with the biggest questions of faith and life. They deal with the deepest human emotion. They really lean into that poetic language. You get stuff like, I drenched my pillow in tears. <laughs> um, and so I read all of them and I had to choose one. It was very, very difficult, but I did it. And to be honest, it's one that I have not felt like I've connected with before. Um, it had never come to life for me, but this time it really did, and I hope it will for you too. It's Psalm 122. I hope it really follows on from our last series, which was finding our place, playing our part. Um, so Bliss is here because she's going to read it for us. But just a bit of backstory before, because um, it's useful to know some context. Yes, thank you. Um, because when the psalm was written, obviously Jesus hadn't been yet. So it's talking about Jerusalem and the Israelites. But we can that, because of what Jesus has done, a bit of early gospel message for us, um, death and resurrection, we now can read Jerusalem for church and Israel for us as a body. Thank you. I've got this one. You've got this one. <laughs> um, so it's, it's really all about how we need to seek the good of God's people and how we rise together. Um, so Bliss is going to read it. Oh, I've got the clicker. Ah. <laughs> dun, here we go. You can read it from here or... Which bit? Yes. Uh, uh, which bit? Starting from where? There. <laughs> Are we going to echo? Uh, yeah. Why don't you read it from here? <laughs> Very um. professional. <laughs> so from this bit here. There, okay. Yeah. You've got this. I was glad when I went, when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound together, that is bound firmly together, to which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as it was decreased for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. There were thrones for judgment were set, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, peace be within you, for the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Thank you very much. Okay, so we've got this psalm of two halves. Uh, the first half 
is describing how good it is to have a place to worship God that is functioning as well as it could possibly function. Um, so we've got things like, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Like, we're excited to be here together. We're excited to worship. Uh, we've got a, a place that um, is bound firmly together, which means it's a safe place of refuge. It's united because the tribes here are going up together to worship the Lord. And uh, there's some talk about thrones of judgment here. Um, and it means there's a place for justice. And this is a place where people can seek justice. And it's a place of peace, which means anyone who wants to come and worship can come and worship God and he can be glorified. Um, and then the second half tells us how to bring that about, um, which is going to be our focus today. So for my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Um, so it's our job to seek each other's good. And within the church body, the church body is good as a whole so that we can have the ultimate fulfilment in our life, which is to get together and worship him and bring him glory. Um, so this is hugely countercultural because if we look at the world, um, it says that we need to get ahead of other people to get to the, the top, and I'm using inverted commas. And the top is success and wealth and power, influence. It's more followers on your social media. It's more stuff. Um, but the Bible turns... Oh, and often the way to get there is to like shove other people out of the way or stand on them to get to the top. Then the Bible turns that on its head. So we, uh, we in the Bible, we're putting other people first and we're seeking their good. And um, the top is different too because in the biblical top, that's peace with God for eternity. It's peace with other people and it's God getting glory. So seeking the good of the church is what this psalm suggests as the way to get there, to that top. And I think this psalm saying that we actually benefit as individuals when the whole is doing well, um, and, so, uh, the, the, and when the church is functioning well. So we're pulled up with the people that we've elevated, um, which is amazing. It's God's kindness that means that as we're serving others, we're actually pulled up with the bunch as well. It's... it's, it's just the kindness of the Lord. So the world says that you benefit when other people do badly because you can take their place or get in their spot. The church says, and God says that the church, ah, sorry, we the church benefit when other people do well. And that's the difference between the two. And um, we see this in Jesus, in Jesus' life, because the Pharisee, we've got the Pharisees and the other religious leaders they are feeling worried that Jesus is attracting all of this attention. And in their eyes, he's getting success because he's influencing people's lives. And he's gathering a following. And they don't like it. They discredit him and, and they kill him. And, and they kill those linked to him because they're worried about him having this influence. They're worried about him doing well. But Jesus isn't even seeking the success that they think is success. Um, his greatest success is dying, and dying in order to defeat death, defeat sin, ensuring peace between us, ensuring peace with God, and making sure we have this access um, of worshipping God whenever we want to, whenever we can. Um, praise God. So Jesus is the ultimate Psalm 122 fulfiller. 
He's got this wrapped up. Like, he's nailing it. Um, okay, I'm going to show you a picture of someone now. I will be hugely impressed if anyone knows who's this, who's, who this is. Uh, don't all shout at once. Okay, I only know about this lady because my friend Maddie is about to spend the summer in Maria Skobtsova's house. I hope I said that right. Um, and Maria Skobtsova house in Calais is, and she's going to look after vulnerable migrant women and children in Calais over the summer. And, and so I've been reading about Maria Skobtsova. I should say it confidently. Maria Skobtsova. Thank you. Um, and she is a Psalm 122 lady. Like, she is really doing this stuff. Um, so I'm going to tell you a bit about her. And then there was a quote who, of the person who wrote her biography that really stayed with me. So she, Maria was a, uh, a refugee from the Russian Revolution to France. And then in France, a bunch of really, really sad stuff happened in her life. And she became a nun. Um, and then with her son, set up these houses for vulnerable people so she would feed them and, ha and give them shelter, but also give them dignity and have a lot of theological discussions. And really, she built a church in the house because they were worshipping together and doing life together. It's just that she was also meeting physical needs as well. Um, and then eventually, she housed Jewish people fleeing the Nazis. Um, so she just really made sure that every part of her life was seeking others' good for the sake of the church and for the sake of Jesus. Um, and the, the bit that really stayed with me was this quote by someone who had spent a summer or two in one of Maria's houses recently, so, so after Maria had died, but the houses are still going on. Um, and I just couldn't get this quote out of my head because I think it is so linked to the psalm and it is really mind-blowingly life-changing. <laughs> For me, I hope it's for you too. So, do I truly believe that my greatest source of life is bound up in the well-being of the lives of my neighbours, that we rise or fall together, or do I keep the door shut tightly to my individualistic world and thereby close myself off from love and life? So, it was this first bit. Do I truly believe that my greatest source of life is bound up in the well-being of the lives of my neighbours, that we rise or fall together? And that is what um, went like an arrow straight into my heart. Um, so am I going to choose your good and the good of the church because I believe in my heart that we rise or fall together? Um, will I seek your good church for the sake of the house of the Lord our God, like the psalm tells us to? Or do I believe that I can get ahead by my own, on my own, by myself, without the messiness of community, but also without a lot of the joy? Okay, I think we need to prove that church is able to function at its best when we're able to support each other. So I need some volunteers. I brought a lot of card and a lot of tape. The card, unexpectedly, has been decorated by the children, <laughs> which we will enjoy, and we'll add colour to proceedings. Um, so I think I need about eight volunteers. Come on, just jump up, I think. And also, children, you could so do this. We need two teams. I'm going to put the children in the spoiler-winning team, because I don't want to make anyone cry. <laughs> okay, come, just cut, like, please come. Please. Okay, so we're going to have two teams, and we're going to have a lot of cardboard. One team 
It's good. And there's a lot of tape and some scissors, which Nate ran home for. Um, one of the teams is able to tape their bits of cardboard together. And I'd like you to make some sort of church building. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's not ambitious. It's going to be great. The other team have the cardboard and the tape, but you cannot join the pieces together. You have as much tape and as much cardboard as you want, but you can't support each other's pieces. It's meant to fail. <laughs> okay, I'm actually going to leave. Wait, wait, we need some more people. Bless them, you can come. You always come for stuff like this. Oh, yeah! Thanks, Osha. You've saved the day. And Sarah, thank you. Yeah. Nate, you can come. Come on. There we go. Okay, so let's have one team. Thanks. There you go. Got my team. Okay, let's have this group with the tape. Uh, well, everyone's got tape, but you're able to support each other. You're able to join up the pieces to make a church. You, you can have as much as you want. You can have as much cardboard, as much tape as you want, but you cannot put your pieces together. You see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. You're allowed to just sit down after a while when it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave those these teams in the background while we do the next bit, partly to keep things lively. <laughs> um, okay. So how do we actually do this if we want to rise in a united, uh, as a united group to worship God? How do I seek the church's good? I, I have never preached before, but I have seen a lot, and they always have lists of three. So I'm going to go with a list of three. Um, so here are the, main, the three main aspects I've thought of where I can seek your peace and the church is good. You can't join them together. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. We're just checking on progress. Yeah. You can use the tape, you can't join them together. You can't even lean them on each other. Yeah, they just have to be separate. Okay. It's looking... Uh, um, there's children here, so I don't want to be too mean, but the point is that it falls over and can't work. <laughs> this one, we're getting, they're supporting each other. They're getting stuck together. It's building something. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> to keep them in the background. So should I just wait right out? I'm going to give you two more minutes. We could have some cheering. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also, spoiler, I'm going to push it. <laughs> I'm just going to give you one more minute. I was going to crack on, but it turns out it was very exciting and loud, and therefore I should just wait it out. <laughs> Okay, one final minute. There's a lot of taping going on over here. So if you want to join in, just get on up here. There's no cap on the amount of volunteers. Okay. I think there's some future architects in the room. Or at least some future very enthusiastic people. Okay. 
Okay. He's done as well as he possibly could have done. This team, you can sit down because I'm going to do the big reveal at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Tell Daddy about it. Okay. Thirty seconds left. And then. Oh, I think it's done. Great. Thank you very much. You can sit down. Thank you very, very much. Now, because I thought it was going on in the background, and also because I don't feel that adaptable right now, we're going to do the big reveal at the end. So we'll just all feel excited until then. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just say what I was saying when the, there was a lot of enthusiasm in the room. And um, So how do we actually do this? If we want to rise together in united worship of God, how do I seek the church's good? Um, and there's a list of three, because I've realised that that's what good preachers say. <laughs> and we're going to start uh, close to home and get further afield. So number one is our personal devotion to Jesus because I can only seek your peace and your good and the church is good when I'm plugged into the source. Because otherwise, I'm working away, working for the Lord, but I get into dangerous territory. I get into like bitterness, burnout territory. And it's meant to be so much better than that. I would miss out on so much of the joy of blessing other people, and uh, I would grow weary of doing good. So I think a way of seeking the good of the church is to make sure that we are praying, that we're in the word of God, that we're worshipping, that we're coming to church, and all the other things that connect us to the Lord. And at the heart of this is worshipping God with every aspect of our life. So he's maximally glorified. All the glory goes to him. Uh, number two... Community life. Um, slightly bigger. So this is seeking the peace of people you actually know. Um, it might be encouraging one another or practical support. might be babysitting for someone so they can go to home group or take a meal. Um, praying together. Reading the Bible together. Enjoying each other's successes. And also sharing with the um, suffering and grief. And the biggest one, I think, is overlooking offences and being peacemakers. That's a huge part of living this Psalm 122 life. Because when we're together, uh, edges get knocked off. Um, and sometimes it's tricky, but if we can do that, if we can seek each other's peace, then we'll be able to uh, worship God. Lightning fast reactions. <laughs> in a glorified way. And all of these things play their part in making us a strong community, unified in our praise. And then number three, last one, the global church. So this is seeking the peace of people I'll never meet. I might not even know the faces of, won't know the names of. Um, I, I, but if we look earlier in the Psalms where it describes the perfect place of worship and what that looks like, it says, their thrones of judgment were set, the thrones of the house of David, and that there was prayer that it would be a peaceful place. So we're people who are trying to bring God's kingdom to earth, to be part of God's rule and reign, we should be hoping for, we should be being part of bringing about peaceful refuge and sure justice for the world. So this could mean things like um, praying for the persecuted church, hoping that they're praying for us. Um, we should, could be campaigning or lobbying. We can be praying. We can look after the environment because that's affecting people's livelihoods and lives. Um, buying things that are ethically made. Basically, if it doesn't say it's ethically made, it's probably not ethically made. Um, praying for revival, praying for people to meet Jesus. We can welcome strangers in. 
We can be financially generous. There's so many ways. Um, but we all benefit. The church benefits when other people have peace and justice, even on a global scale, because um, us bringing those things about means the church is more like its perfect self. Um, so those are the three bits. Some of these are easy, and some of these are not easy. And you will have way more ideas. And what I don't want you to go home and think is, I have to do more stuff to live this, because that would be missing it. It's, it's an encouragement that when we do this stuff, it's not just good for the person we're helping. It, it helps the whole church, the global church as a whole, to rise up. It also brings good for ourselves, which is jammy and... Again, there's the kindness of God. I'm coming to the end. Um, so let's check in with these buildings. <laughs> okay, so how did it go when you weren't able to support each other? There is a structure, uh, but when we can only seek each other's good in cardboard and tape form, there's a stronger structure, I hope. <laughs> Here's everything. So each of these pieces is now part of something bigger than itself and going to push it probably quite gently. <laughs> oh, look, it really stands up. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> what a relief. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to do some sort of domino effect over here. Oh, no, it all fell down. <laughs> Sorry, team. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that serves as some sort of visual aid that... Um, we're now part of something so much bigger than ourselves, and we rise or fall together. Okay, so in this church, it's a privilege to be part of this church, because I can see already this message being lived out. And so thank you, because when you're doing those things and working for, um, to spread the good news and to, and to build up the church, either directly or indirectly to me, that builds my faith, and then I'm able to go and hopefully be part of that too. Um, so God is glorified. That's our main aim, to glorify God. So uh, let's keep on seeking each other's good for the sake of the house of the Lord our God. Amen. Yes. Yeah.